I'm in conversation with Alison Green, head of the family team and partner at Mackerel Turner Garrett. We're going to talk today about civil partnerships and cohabitation. By way of introduction, last year the government announced that it would look to introduce new legislation that would permit the creation of opposite sex civil partnerships to bring equality to the current system of marriage and civil partnership. This decision came after the landmark case of Rebecca Steinfield and Charles Kyden, who fought through the Supreme Court to obtain the right to be granted a civil partnership. Due to be introduced later this year, it's thought it could change people's attitudes to living together. However, there remains fears that those who continue to cohabit together without seeking marriage or civil partnership, which is now more common the case, could be missing out on fundamental protection should a relationship break down or a partner pass away. So Alison, what rights are afforded to married couples and civil partnered spouses that aren't available to cohabiting couples? Well, currently there is legislation in place that deals with married couples and civil partners where the relationship breaks down. So there's actually specific legislation that deals with how property should be divided and how they should be maintained moving forwards. However, if you're a cohabiting couple, there is no specific legislation that gives you rights. And equally, the legislation that can be used really falls back to land law and also general inheritance law. So part of the difficulty of cohabiting is that you do not have the same tax and inheritance benefits that you would have in circumstances where you're married or you're in a civil partnership. So, for example, then if the marriage breaks down, you can recover a share of the assets or seek maintenance from your former partner. When a cohabitation breaks down, you have no such benefits unless you've put in place certain protections to give you rights in relation to property. Okay, so what about the so-called common law marriage? Is this a myth? Absolutely and completely. Unfortunately, the phrase common law husband or common law wife seems to exist in the um, red top media, if I can put it in that way. But there is no such thing as a common law marriage. So whilst if you have lived with someone for a considerable period of time, if you do not share assets together or share ownership of assets together, if that relationship breaks down, particularly during lifetime, you're very unlikely to be able to walk away with a share of those assets unless you can prove that you have actually contributed to them significantly in some way or relied on some promise that your former partner has made to you. Equally, in death, if you are living with somebody and you're not married or not in a civil partnership, unless you can show that you've been a dependent during their lifetime, then it's unlikely that you would benefit from anything from their estate if they do not provide for you in their will. If no such protections um, exist for cohabitees, what should they do to protect themselves? Well, the best advice 
always is if you are about to cohabit is to seek some legal advice as to whether or not a cohabitation agreement should be put in place because that can actually regulate what arrangements should be made between you in relation to funding the relationship, for want of a better description, but also what rights you would have in relation to any property that you may be living in or contributing to. However, there are also, if you're buying a property together and you're not going to marry or enter into a civil partnership, you can put a declaration of trust in place, setting out who owns what part of the property and how you'd benefit from that. And equally, and probably most importantly, you should both probably enter into a will so that you can provide for one another on death. The only thing I would say in relation to that is that clearly because you're not civil partners or married partners, you wouldn't benefit from the tax benefits that people in those sort of relationships can have. So if a partner dies, will they gain the same rights to their loved one's assets? If not, then is it important to clearly spell this out in a, in a will? Well, I think certainly if a partner dies without a will, then as a cohabitee, you have no automatic rights to recover any assets that they might own, be them financial or sentimental. Um, you could potentially make a claim under the Inheritance Act of 1975 on the basis that you're a dependent, but that's quite difficult to get off the ground, obviously involves litigation and is expensive. Um, so it would be more appropriate to have wills in place, but as I said before, what that will won't do is give you any tax benefits that you would have if you were married or if you're in a civil partnership. Okay, so how does cohabitation affect children matters? Um, for example, are unmarried parents given the same rights as married parents? Absolutely they are. It doesn't matter whether parents are married or not in relation to the care of children. The arrangements for children on a relationship breakdown are governed by the Children Act. It's not part of the divorce process or civil partnership dissolution. So if there are issues when an unmarried relationship breaks down, then the appropriate legislation is to use the Children Act and that governs any issues which arise in relation to who children live with and how much time they spend with each parent.